welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey coming at you this morning. Uh, I'm joined by a singer-songwriter um, uh, uh, who is also in the band Honey Creek. Um, and Honey Creek's uh, last record, uh, Whole Year in Transit, came out almost a year ago. Um, but uh, they do have... Um, uh, solo stuff of their own, the newest of which is New Moon and Coffee in the Shower, a uh, single that came out in October. And I'm excited to talk to them about uh, their passions, artistry, and why they do what they do. Uh, thank you very much, Ellie Grimm, for joining me today. Absolutely. Thank you for, for having me. You're most welcome. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm waking up, um, drinking some cold brew, you know. Uh, yeah, cold open. brew. You know, I, I can't really do cold brew these days. Um, sadly, I I used to work at Starbucks and I would drink like a huge cold brew like every day pretty much. And it would just power me through my shift. But now espresso kind of like makes me feel like I'm going to explode. So that's fair. Yeah, I, I've started brewing my own in quarantine. That's been my like my activity was just like I, I was I was cripplingly addicted to energy drinks for like the majority of my life and I wanted to not be so yeah. I started making cold brew because that seemed like a good alternative it definitely does a trick um you kind of have to like you pick your poison when it comes to caffeine um but I'm still I mean I still drink like three cups of joe pretty much every day so yeah. um yeah, but uh, Ellie, what we talk about on Mr. Nice Guy, we talk love and fear, passion and creativity. And so um, as we were uh, building some rapport you know, uh, pre before we started recording here, uh, I discovered you um, because I knew you were in Honey Creek and I saw you were doing some solo stuff, uh, covered uh, some, some of your music in the last year. Um, it's very potent. Um, it's sad. It, you you write some really sad, beautifully sad songs, and um, I'm excited to talk about it. Um, and so I guess the place where we usually start is, uh, so where are you originally from? I'm originally from, uh, I was born in Waukesha, and I grew up like pretty close by. Uh, before going to school, I moved and I lived in near Whitewater in, in this like small town uh, called Palmyra. Um, Tara, don't go there. Awful. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. I noted. Sure. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's, I don't know. I, I don't have a lot of nice things to say about it. Um, but yeah, I, I was open enrolled in Kettle Moraine High School. And so I, everyone I knew was kind of at KM, and then I went to the performing arts school there. Okay, gotcha. Um, where are you located now? I'm now in Boston. I'm currently um, I'm going to school at Berklee College of Music. Uh, oh, this my, yeah, I graduate this year um, in just a couple months. Um, yeah. yeah, that's very exciting. Um, awesome. Yeah, I. Uh, a couple of folks I know have uh, studied online there and have taken away a lot. Um, do you like Boston? It's fine. 
<laughs> I don't know. I, I initially, um, I didn't think I'd get into the school. Like I, I was like, I'm not good enough for this. And I just kind of put yes to everything on the application, um, besides some like obvious omittance. And, uh, one of the things was like, go to Spain for a year. Uh, and so I started, uh, at Berkeley in, in Valencia, Spain, um, cause they, I got in and I got immediately admitted to that. Um, so yeah, I spent a year there. Uh, I don't know any Spanish like at all. I don't know what, uh, like what possessed me to do that, but, uh, it was incredible and, and I definitely miss it and I miss the nice weather and like I only got to spend like maybe five months here before COVID. So I didn't really like I immediately was in a musical um, that was like pretty rigorous as far as like time commitment and it was great. Um, but then I also like when I was done, like second semester, I was like, I'm so ready. Like, I'm going to go like do Boston stuff. And like, then COVID happened like weeks after <laughs> that I had made that decision. So I didn't really get to explore. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so yeah, you, you haven't gotten like the full experience. You've just kind of been like existing there. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. I also like realistically, I spent much of this year in Milwaukee with Honey Creek. Um, so that like, yeah, it feels weird. Like it's, it's like being here, I kind of just associate with like working. Um, yeah. So, you know. Well, that's dope you got to be in Spain. Um, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. I don't know. It's especially this year. I'm like, I'm, I got to travel all of Europe, you know, like, so that's like, thankful that i did that Damn. just it's in case like, we forget to leave our houses again that's um, bad though that's so dumb. i want to do that shit <laughs> oh let's go ben let's do it <laughs> all right booking our trip um so i'd love to hear a little bit about the role that music played in your life when you were younger like how it eventually would you know uh how it would become a creative outlet for yourself. So I guess we can start, we usually start with like, uh, yeah, just like, what did you listen to? What was the role that music played in your life when you were younger? Yeah, um, I mean, I grew up a little emo shit, um, <laughs> which I think many of us did. Uh, I like, first heard an MCR song in like the third grade <laughs> and was like hooked on that. Um, but yeah, I like was really into music growing up um, when I was like seventh grade, I think I snuck to my first Warp Tour uh, and I was like, I need to do this. Like I remember like being with like, like a small group of people and the whole day I was just like, that's gonna, I'm gonna do that. I don't know what I have to do, but I'm gonna do that. And uh, thankfully, eventually I did uh, with, with the band I was in before Honey Creek. Um, but yeah, I um, just grew up like really, really into music. Um, 
I was really into Say Anything is is one of my favorite bands, um, or was definitely at the time. Like I have a signed poster on the wall up there. Like I I used to I've been to probably like ten of their shows, um, like in like different states. Not even in like like just was like I I flew to like Texas for the Israel Boy tour, and like I was like in New York at one point and I was like doing like, I was fall I was a groupie for say anything for, for a while. You are, you are a loyalist. Yeah, sure. I was very into it. I have a video of me stage diving for the first and only time at a say anything show. Um, but yeah, I, I loved say anything. And then Proud I also, of you. <laughs> thank you. But yeah, I also really loved like pop music and like, um, a bunch of other, like, I was always just like, into anything like I, i've always been the kind of person that's like i had a napster account really early on and i was like every day i was like trying out a new record kind of thing like throughout like high school and like middle school um yeah i was really really into music i don't know yeah what um so when did you start playing yourself um i i guess in high school i mean i i had done some like very minimal stuff um i remember actually like i in middle school i played at my church's talent show and someone came up to me afterwards and was like hey you the next time if you want to like sing about god or something like like this was a little depressing um and i was like oh maybe this isn't my place like (laughs) (laughs) um yeah but yeah i i like really in high school i started um treason this with with chris uh who is in honey creek we actually before that we were in another band um and i met him as a freshman and he was a sophomore um and we were just like in a few different groups and then we settled on treason and then um kind of went from there um yeah like uh what do you have to say about that band? Like, uh, was was it a fun run for for treason? Yeah, yeah. It was a mixed bag for sure. Um, I mean, like, I think like I was really uh, grappling with my identity. Um, it also kind of coincided with the end of high school um and i was in a pretty abusive situation like i wasn't in a good spot um and so a lot of the music sort of embodies that um i i wasn't like uh i wasn't in a safe spot i wasn't healthy um and i i was just like being kind of harassed and like a little abused and I think that like listening to to that stuff now like really like freaks me out uh as well as like uh you know just like the identity stuff on top of it like some of those songs were the first time I explored uh the fact that I was trans or that I was non-binary and and I um yeah it's hard to listen back to uh it's yeah. Um, it's a little daunting to me that that's all anyone will ever know about me. Like, like that's like the that's where it ends for a lot of people. 
Um, and yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, it also produced some of my favorite moments of my life. So I don't know, like it was, it wasn't all negative. Like I definitely, like I said, I wanted to play like warp tour and like my whole life. And we won that Ernie ball contest. And, um, you know, that was like me planning tours and like putting out records for the first time. And, um, even if they aren't very good, I I'm glad I did it. <laughs> Yo, uh, hence the mixed bag, as you were saying. Yeah, <laughs> uh, definitely. Definitely sounds like a whirlwind of emotions, um, but ultimately a period of immense growth and finding yourself and, you know, and that and that's that's great. You know, um, actually, I I worked uh, two work tours in my day. Um, mm. Fun fact. Uh, I don't know if you've ever been to the amphitheater in Tinley Park, Illinois. I have, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I used to work security there uh, for two summers. Hated it. It was a terrible job. That's a terrible place. Mm -hmm. It's a really, 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 really bad place. Um, but I did work two work tours there. Uh, and um, I met Riff Raff there. <laughs> it was... It was Absolutely. so whack. <laughs> perfect. Yeah. The perfect warp tour experience. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was so what he was he was in a giant he was in like a tent with like it was like basically a giant pink donut. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, I uh when I was younger, I interviewed bands at Warp Tour. Um I was like 14, 15 and I managed to get a press pass because uh, I had a YouTube channel and um that somehow counted so i got in uh i think this was before the warped youtubers were on and they they caused this commotion um but like yeah i i, <laughs> I interviewed like so like i interviewed like i set my friends on fire and like like you know asking alexandria and like all these like like hardcore or like like weird like like, I don't know, like scene core bands, I guess. Yeah. Not really hardcore at all, like just scene core. Yeah. Like, like I, I, you know, I don't know. But it actually, funny enough, like doing that, um, I ended up doing an interview with a band that shall not be named. And then I ended up getting my press contact from it, who ended up doing press for treason. So, oh, sure. yeah. Yeah. It's interesting how that all kind of like snowballs mm -hmm. uh, for sure. Yeah, but man, as a as a as a 14, 15 year old, um that that sounds very intimidating, uh, to be uh in that position of like interviewing all these like uh, you know, acclaimed or otherwise high profile bands, but um but it is really dope you got that experience. Yeah. Um, I'm really good at throwing myself into intimidating situations. Well, <laughs> I hope this this is not one of them. Uh, no, it's definitely not. I, I think I asked you to be here. You did. You did. Yeah, that's why, you know. Um yeah, no, I I mean I I, I sensed, you know, we would we would vibe totally fine. But mm -hmm. some people some people do get really nervous for this and I'm like, we're just we're just we're hanging just out. Yeah. Right, yeah, 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 for sure. Um so tell me about um Honey Creek. 
and just kind of what the inception of that project was. Yeah, um, I mean, I will tell you a different story than what they will tell you just because like I wasn't there for the start of it at all, you know? Um, sure. Like I, Chris and I were in treason, treason broke up. I flew to New York, <laughs> just immediately. I was like, nope, uh, it's over. And Chris stayed back. Um, I've been in, like most, almost every band I've been in has been with Chris Marisalo, who is vocalist of Honey Creek. Um, and like, I, I flew to New York. I, I like was in a relationship with someone who was there. And then when I came back, um, I met up with Chris and he was like, I, I want to join Honey Creek. Is like, is that okay? Which was hilarious because I was like, fuck, duh. Like, yeah. I don't own, you are a person. Like, go do your shit. Like, awesome. Um, so Chris joined as a guitar player and there was a different vocalist for a sec. And then... Um, they ended up swapping roles and then um you know the guitar player who's an incredibly nice person ended up not ended up not being the right vibe um and so they were out a guitar player initially i was going to go on a tour with them as a guitar player and then um they ended up not going so i ended up writing uh like a little over half of a whole year in transit with them um i went over like every day um, and we just wrote, uh, which like, that's like what I'm getting a degree in. Like, that's what I want to do. Um, so at the time I was like, this is great. Like, I'm just hanging out with my friends. Um, I used to, when I was in treason, like book shows almost exclusively with them on it. Like I wanted to play with Honey Creek, like all the time. Um, and yeah, like we, we wrote whole year. Um, and then I ended up going on tour with them. Uh, we had already discussed that, like, I I had interest in being part of the band, but I was in Boston. Um, so we were going to go on this tour. It ended up, like, not working out for me to go on it because of school. Uh, and then we planned fully on, like, the January tour having me on it. And then maybe partway through that January tour, we were like, okay, this is going to work. Like, now I'm in the band. Um, but before that, I'd already worked with them a lot. Like, it was, like, definitely, like, a, um, we very much knew each other. Um, and then, yeah, I, I, like, by the time Whole Year came out, like, it's funny, like, when you look at the record, like, um, like, yeah, they, like, if you look at, like, the music videos, like, I'm in all of them. Like, I'm literally, like, somewhere in all of them. Um like I on the back of the record there's a picture and um I am like crouched underneath Chris like because I at the time was like in the band but like not for that record even though I wrote part of that record with them so like it was kind of funny like because now our like Instagram photo is this picture of us in the exact same placement and everything but like uh on the back of the record I'm just like hidden <laughs> underneath Chris yeah yeah so you um you made your presence known uh, I guess so yeah 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 that's cool um yeah Honey Creek was 
part was going to be on the next um, on last April's breaking and enterings and evening with series, which was like the first show we booked that got canceled. Yeah. And it's unfortunate. I was looking forward to seeing y'all for I was flying out for that. I was I was fully like like flying back to Milwaukee because we had like that show, we had the we were playing with bowling for soup and that got canceled. Um, like I was planning on fully like flying back like a couple different times in that like spring period to the point where like I was thinking about dropping out to like simply do the band. Um, but sure. in terms of, so you said you you made a lot of uh, lyrical contributions on that record. Mm -hmm. uh, right. Yeah. So I, I'd love to hear a little bit about like. Yeah, uh, I mean, well, obviously, we're going to talk about your solo lyrics in a bit, but I'd love to hear a little bit about just kind of like what place those lyrics came from and just kind of like, um, yeah, just what was on your mind uh, in, in at the time of that record. I mean, I came in as a co-writer. I did not like write the full song by any means. Sure. You know, that was like they had like kind of like more than shells of songs. They had like probably in most cases like 60, 70 percent of a song um, and they were looking to fill the gaps. And um, I guess you. so, yeah, like I a lot of it was like there were a couple tracks that I definitely helped to sort of rear changing of concept for um, specifically like the the title track and the first track of the record like um like it was kind of like we we wanted to make them feel like sort of benchmark points like start and finish um and we wanted them to connect to each other and i helped them with that um i helped with like you know paper roses like i i helped dylan kind of dig deeper into the emotion he was feeling about writing the song. I mean, I think that the way I approach like co-writing with a lot of people um, is to come in and kind of be like, what story are you trying to tell? I take a lot of notes and then I sort of like methodically go through and comb over like everything that they said. And then I write lyrics about it and surrounding what they, they felt. So that was a process that happened for that record. Um, and it continues to, you know, for Honey Creek stuff. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, you, you refined a lot of things and uh, kind of, um, yeah, just uh, added some flair, as <laughs> yeah. they say. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cool. So, uh, what are y'all working on now? Some things. <laughs> Ah, things. We yeah. love we love when things. We love happen. things. They specifically told me uh, to just say we're working on stuff. They also gave me um, some prompts. I can those read things. Them. Those things involve stuff. That's yeah. We're, we're making thing stuffs. I'm yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I mean they told me to say far away, known everywhere, good omens, letdowns, cherry haze. All interpret nothing. Um, and then Donnie told me to say, foremost, a koala eats garden olives, live dangerously, children, have an insane new year. <laughs> oh, they're, they're giving you, they gave you speech cards for this interview. Very nice. <laughs> so take that what you will. Look back at this interview later. 
Well, uh, <laughs> that's that's an approach I'm not used to, you know, like looking back at old interviews with new context, but I'll take it. Um, if, if, if those uh, fellows want to come on the show at some point in the future, uh, they're more than welcome to. I'll let them know. Yeah, I'm sure that they'd be interested. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm I'm very approachable. I just sit here, drink coffee, drink hams, and uh, listen to a lot of music. That's that's kind of that's what gets. Deal. Yeah, that's what gets me through this hellscape. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Ellie Grimm, yeah, your solo stuff. I'm gonna pull up your bank, yeah. Um, so that oh, it's already pulled up. Fantastic. Uh, so you started um, with Greta. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell me about Greta. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was upset. Uh, and I still am upset about like the state of uh, the world and how people uh, sort of it's not like a it's not specifically a like climate change type song um but it is like a sort of like that was like beginning of quarantine feeling like we did this to ourselves kind of thing um and feeling sort of like the world is like responsible for this oh we um, definitely did 100% yeah. um yeah. the this is all the ruling class's fault Mm-hmm. So that that was the the story behind that one. Um, it so so that like that work was like specifically about me learning how to produce things. Um, like I wanted to be self produced in this for a while, um, and you'll you'll see in the coming months as far as that project is concerned if I continue it that it's going to completely reform. Um, I don't think that that song or many of the others will will make through the cut. Um, like I, I'm making different music now. Um, but yeah, they were that was very much like a almost like a demo based project. Like that was like just like, oh, I want to feel like I can record something and do something cool. Um, which is, I think, doubly why I was surprised that you found it. Like, because I was just like, I'm going to put this on the internet today. And then there was a news article about it. So that was cool. Hey, it counts. It all yeah. counts. I mean, like, there's no point of pretenses of, like, what, like, uh, what qualifies and what doesn't. As long as it's, it's on one of those streaming platforms... And uh, that's really, a, it's, it's as simple as that is I found it and I'm like, oh yeah, this, we don't, we don't have a whole lot of like super, I mean, there's some, we definitely have covered our fair share of like pop punk and emo bands and stuff, but like singer songwriter emo shit, mm-hmm. uh, that, uh, not a whole lot of that out here. So, which yeah. I know you, you also covered the Elliot Smith song I on did, that, yeah. that project between the bars. Um, that's more of a in line with the direction of what I'm doing now. 
just yeah. to be clear. Yeah, like, so that, like, is more, like, synth-heavy. That's more, like, electronic instruments and, like, production and samples and stuff. Um, and that's kind of more in line with what I'm doing now. But. Um, before we talk about that, um, you want to talk a little bit about new moon coffee in the shower, like kind of where that those came from? Sure. Um, yeah, new moon is a track about being trans. Uh, <laughs> like there's really no other way to put that. Uh, it's, it's, um, that songs sort of came to be uh i i took my first do dose of estrogen um under like the guise of a new moon uh like like the the it just synced up with yeah. with the moon cycle uh and i thought that that was like a really interesting concept and way to to talk about that and feel that um and just ended up like literally just like sitting there um and I, I pretty much wrote it all in like one sitting just like guitar and everything um actually no the guitar that's that's a lie that's a lie because the guitar happened in milwaukee and i was in boston i remember specifically sitting down uh like downstairs in the honey creek like practice space playing it so that's a lie uh, <laughs> but um yeah that was that was a track about about um yeah being trans really <laughs> i love it it's awesome thanks and then yeah coffee in the shower uh is a song that i'm not really sold on anymore <laughs> like it's fine i like it go go listen to it maybe if you feel like it if people like for whoever's listening like don't let me deter you. Um, but it's it's a song that I wrote for like a songwriting project in school. Um, and I, I ended up like just kind of realizing that there weren't any songs like that. So I wanted to, to at least put it out. Um, yeah. Viscerally vulnerable. As you um, have foreshadowed, um, you're working on new stuff that takes you in a different direction. And I'd kind of love to hear yeah, just more about that direction and just what is inspiring you right now. Yeah. Um, I am like a, a like pop fiend in my free time, um, as well as I love like emo stuff um, still. And I love like pop punk and I love all that stuff. Um, I think initially I was doing the acoustic stuff because it was something I knew how to produce. Like I was like, okay, you know, like at the end of the day, like if I didn't want to rely on anybody else, I could make this was kind of like the, the way that that was going. Yeah. Um, and the more, uh, the more time I spent producing, the more I was getting into like, oh, I, I really love like, sitting there and getting into the zone and like making the whole thing like I want to like you know make like a really polished track like like that's kind of I think a big part of it is is I 
I feel like acoustic side project, singer, songwriter, emo thing is sort of the expectation. Um, it's sort of like if you're in a pop punk band and you have a side project, that's kind of what it is. Yeah. Um, and, and I, I don't know, like I, it's too comfortable for me. Like it's, it's yeah. something I've been doing since I was like 14. That was like how I started treason was, um, by writing those songs acoustic and then bringing them to people. Um, so that sort of wasn't the direction I wanted to go with this. There's a couple cuts. Um, I have a bunch of like demos and stuff where where both treasonous almost continued, and then where um, I started to like try to do a solo front person like pop punk emo type thing, and I just it wasn't feeling right and then the acoustic thing didn't feel right and this feels right so it's a lot of like um yeah i would call it like dark pop like alt pop like left of field pop stuff i don't know like that's pretty much what i make now i'm here for it yeah <laughs> um, i'm still gonna cover it you know um uh, <laughs> well that's that's cool um, yeah, that yeah, didn't you. hurt you. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're, you're, you're just, you know, you, you did, you've done what you've done already to get your feet wet with the solo project. But it sounds like you're really just like honing in on more of a sonic identity that's authentically you. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, uh, I mean, understandably so. It takes time, especially when you're so used to uh, creating in you know the regimented way that you have in the past but now you're just you know uh finding new territory and that's always exciting so what can we uh what can we expect um in the near future yeah um i have like probably probably an EP's worth of material already, but I think I'm going to be releasing it um, similar to how I did the the last stuff, kind of as singles, um, just because I, I really like to spend time with it and like make sure that the, the production is sitting right, um, make sure that like I'm really happy with it. I kind of am like a, a full package person. Like I, I want to do like videos and I want to do like, um, yeah. actual like I'm also like I went to school uh in high school for like film stuff like I was a creative writing student um and then obviously chose music kind of like <laughs> as my thing so I kind of want to combine those worlds a little bit I really love like world building um so yeah I think that there's like I want to do like um individual releases and kind of spend some time with with everything but um hopefully in the next couple months here right now it kind of just feels like i'm sitting on a bunch of things and those things do involve stuff mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> they very uh, much do <laughs> love that uh well awesome uh yeah um what do you find yourself writing about a lot these days 
It's a mixed bag as well. <laughs> like, um, I don't know. I, I think I'm trying to break out of my comfort zone a little bit. Like, I'm so good at being depressing. Like, it's, it's so natural for me. I don't know why. Well, I'm not, you haven't depressed me in this last uh, hour, which is... Um, Remarkable, really yeah, good. Yeah, it's affirming. <laughs> Yeah. Um, no, I mean, I don't know. I, I've been writing, um, thinking about the last like four tracks I made, like none of them are, are of like the same category, which I think is really cool. Um, I don't really have, like, I couldn't even tell you like what I'm writing about per se. Like I'm writing just like whatever I am feeling at the moment. Um, which is cool. Like some of them are like, heavily like character driven like some of them are like not about like me they're they're through the mind of something else like um some of them are very like i wrote this crying and and you know like hitting a vape pen in the shower you know like <laughs> like i i don't know like it's there's a wide range. A couple of them are, are uh, actually co-writes too that I want to put out. Because um, I also, as well as being a co-writer for other people, I, I do um, definitely sometimes just come into a room and we start writing and it turns into a song that I really like. Um, like, And then it's you know something where it's like, oh, that song would only fit for me. Um, I think like... It's funny because also being at Berkeley, I've developed this sort of sound that just like nobody's really heard yet uh, as far as like from me. Like I haven't really shared it, but it's been developing for like months and months and months. I got you. Cool. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, yeah, uh, it's a bummer because being out like it's like while you're in Boston, you know, I'm sure it'd be really dope to be able to explore more of the music scene there um which it doesn't sound like you had much uh leverage to do pre-covid no no i didn't i mean like i live um like currently in uh like kind of the house show territory of boston too i was really excited for that um and i went to a couple i played one or two as well um but then yeah i mean like I also like my minor is in musical theater performance at Berkeley. Um, I I do really like musical theater, though. Though sometimes I question if I have a place in it, um, just as like a trans person and trans woman and and like I, yeah I, I I'm reassured by like other things, you know. Right now, I think you know, like I I do feel like I have a place in music, and I do feel like I get to like build my own world, which is cool. But like, as far as, um, you know, the Boston music scene, I've had a weird glimpse at it, like in various like styles, because like, yeah, I was in like the theater scene, like a dabble. And then I was in like the house show scene, like a dabble. And then I was in the Berkeley scene, like a dabble. And then it was gone. So yeah, I feel very just like, what am I doing here a lot of the time? <laughs> like if my stuff wasn't here and I didn't have like some semesters left, I don't know if I'd be here, like. Yeah, I, a lot of dabbling, I get that, I get that. Um, well, um, hope to see you out here again sometime, hopefully soon, um, both with 
Honey Creek and by yourself. Um, yeah, uh, so as, we're, as we close out here, <clears throat> um, I ask everyone the same two questions. Uh, the first is, what keeps you up at night? Existential dread. Um. <laughs> Understandable answer, for sure. Yeah. The second question is a little bit lighter. Uh, what puts you to sleep? Jazz. Shout out to jazz. I just covered a jazz record this morning on the site. Um, I think we need some good jazz in our lives. Probably. I, I find it um, to be associated with, with sometimes, not always, but sometimes my least favorite form of Berkeley individual. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't mean to be mean. <laughs> I don't know, sometimes you can't help it. I, I get it. Um, yeah. Thank you for being on the show. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Weird, that was a weird closer for me. I, I love all jazz musicians. Don't come for my blood. <laughs> uh, I, I know what you mean. Um, you associate things based on your surroundings, and that is mm -hmm. understandable. Um, yeah, well, thank you again um, for being on the show and for everyone watching. Uh, go ahead and stream Ellie Grimm's uh, stuff uh things mm -hmm. and uh stream honey creek uh whole year in transit um which is uh oh, by the record we just got the physicals but i'm super excited to get mine in the mail at some point it's here but um, e -haw. yeah uh very exciting yeah go do that go do all of that thank you for watching mr nice guy we'll see you next time bye, bye.